the revolution will not be televised. <laughs> it will be on Patreon. This really does <laughs> look like we're giving a list of demands to like our parents. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, if we don't have pretzel goldfish. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was saying we look like children and I have food in my teeth. You do a little food in your teeth. What do I have? Welcome to the revolution. <laughs> do you want me to cut? The fucking. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That weird motherly riff out where you just pointed out there was some food in my. You I didn't want you to go the whole episode and be like, Maddie, what the fuck? Why didn't you tell me? We're sitting do in I room, look fucked there's up? There's feral rabbits running around and you're like, there's food in my teeth. Look, the rabbits are something. They're an amenity that no other podcast can boast. <laughs> if you come do our podcast. You'll do adorable rabbits. There's rabbits running around. It's It really is the ultimate zoomer experience it's a podcast studio slash petting zoo so you can record your thoughts while petting a rabbit i've never been more sure i'm gentrifying a neighborhood (laughs) i'm trying to be like no i'm responsible it's a podcast studio with rabbits it's not (laughs) you are it you're the poster child of gentrification you live here too. I'm Afflatine. I'm doing the thing. A, I don't. I don't think that's man. how it works. I'm a poor man. I'm basically. Yeah, I think so. I think that is how it works. <laughs> I'd fit into the neighborhood of you. <laughs> Just because I'm benefiting from. Sure, everyone in America benefits from the Blood Empire. <laughs> Guy, I listen. I was on a phone call today. As, I got a loan qu- payment deferred. I'm not part of gentrification. All right, I got a hardship loan. One criticism about you: America's a blood empire. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got a loan payment deferred. How does that work? Huh? What? Well, because in Illinois, which I no longer live in, there was like flooding. So you, because of that, you could say you had a hard time. You didn't have to pay a loan. That's for hilarious. Me. And so I just said that I still live there because I didn't change it yet. point is i'm not part of gentrification because i'm still out here doing working man shit (laughs) like real life like reading an article and being like oh and (laughs) and then making the world work for you you have a remote job and you move to brooklyn to do stand-up comedy yeah okay mr (laughs) (laughs) you may you may have some points you may have some points (laughs) <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. We're in our uh, studio now. I mean, we're five feet from my bed, but we got lights. We got the whole thing going. We no, we did one other episode where we lived together in the apartment, but we now we're we, we cooking. Official lights. Now we're, we're cooking, doing. cooking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's hot as fuck in here, dude. I'm sweating it's so because hard. You dressed like an angry trucker. <laughs> This feels like a like a setup where I'm trying to explain like queerness to like my angry dad. <laughs> and it's like all part of a coming of age story, like the Gary Goldman thing where he just goes to his mom and he's like, I was sad. Did you notice? Like this kind of feels <laughs> like it looks like that's what we're role playing as right now. <laughs> like it's hot as fuck oh, in I- here. Nobody asked you to wear four flannels and a hat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a trucker. I just have body image issues. Arguably, that's the opposite of a trucker. Or what if that's why old people got into truck? You're like, I'm so ugly. I don't think anyone should look at me. I should just drive far, far away <laughs> to a place where I I'm pretty. Just, I should, <laughs> a 40-year-old man being like, I should just leave. I'm a fat girl. Fat you have the biggest truck ever because that's I deserve to lead. That just looks like me on wheels. You go to a Love's truck stop and they're showering, but they're like crying. Yeah. <laughs> you have extra, extra large. 
Dude, I followed a girl on TikTok who was like a trucker. Yeah, and she was like, thing? a day in my life. It, like, it's a pretty miserable and tiring job. Yeah, she had a dog with her. That makes it all better. <laughs> <laughs> 16 hours on the road, just hyped off Dexedrine. And then you just... What's goes, Dexedrine? It's like, some, it's like an old... Uh, it's basically like the pharmaceutical name for like literal meth. They oh, like shit. actually used to give out literal meth to kids with ADHD. And I mean, is, is it that different from Adderall? Or do you no, just it's like, like actual crystal methamphetamine but just made in a lab at like given five milligram oh my god yeah <laughs> so do you think there's anyone smoking meth who's like actually self-medicating and is like productive i think it is meth is pretty strong <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not like adderall you're like i'm focused it's hard to be like well i cleaned the entire house and then i looked at the neighbors and i thought about every thought i had and wrote an ass like i don't think <laughs> I don't think anyone's smoking meth to be like this is the Kenya, this is ableist because if you have adhd actually meth calms you down I don't. I think, <laughs> listen, I <laughs> been around the block. Today. I, you ever talk to someone who's very tweaked out? They don't look like they. No, like have you met people meth. on meth? I'm pretty sure. Talked <laughs> to people who are very, very high before. Actually, last night while I was sprouncing in New York, I saw two guys at a bus stop just, just trying to take. I was lost in the rain, and I was trying to find some. Oh, foliage. this story. <laughs> in one of the places. Uh, I ducked in. It had been taken by some gentlemen who kind of set up a makeshift laboratory. And there was, I saw a guy holding a needle. I saw a guy holding a pipe. That's why I knew everything was all right. No. <laughs> we, st- we start singing a song in Banjo's. Who needs your mom or your dad? Who you need is some Fanny in a bag. <laughs> but, uh, no. So, uh, last night I was, I was asked to do a podcast. I got very excited about it. Dressed up. Put everything right. Wrote out a little list of, of some of some humorous things, and then uh, as I'm getting off the train to go to the party, I just get caught in the storm. It's just coming down. I didn't check the forecast. I didn't bring an umbrella. I never bring one. And then I start sprinting, trying to like get out of the rain, hiding in between bodegas. One of the places I stopped was like the junkie corner. <laughs> so and I felt I felt kind of bad. It's like when you show up to a party without bringing a six pack. I was like, I don't have anything. To offer <laughs> this hang. So then I, I keep running. I just keep getting like caught, like literally just like sprinting. And at was one point someone yelled at me. They're like, why are you running? You can't get any wetter. <laughs> <laughs> just ignored them and forced Gump my way to a podcast like I was running to fucking save a cat from a tree. And then when I actually get there, like I get a call from the guy and he's like, hey, I hope you haven't left yet, you know, because I, mean, I got caught in the rain. I'm just going to go ahead and cancel. And uh, I tried to play it cool like, oh, what? No. Ten minutes for the podcast? I haven't left. I'm just busy at home having sex and counting my money. There's no way that <laughs> I would have done that. But I really wanted to be like, oh, I left. I left a, I left a woman I love. <laughs> I left my goddamn family. I left clubs that work me for what? To be sitting here, hair gel falling into my eyes, burning <laughs> on the street corner, covered and just soaked, thought about ducking into an H&M to buy a new shirt for a cast that probably isn't even filmed. Yeah, and then I just sat moist at a pizzeria <laughs> for like an hour. The worst now. sentence I've ever heard. Yeah, just absolutely moist. moist in a pizzeria, the Kenyan Adam chick biography. <laughs> <laughs> wearing like the worst pants. I'm like wearing khakis and a clear blue shirt. Like I just looked <laughs> like naked, essentially. 
I have my fake fucking Chinatown Yeezys, which I'm very proud of. Just they disintegrate in the second yeah. they get wet. <laughs> <Just falling. laughs> they just turn into silica. Like my feet are burning. It's just cyanide. Like everything, my nose and curly hair falls off. My true <laughs> it's form. prosthetics. Yeah. <laughs> it's I am truly just an angry old man who's been wearing a young person's skin. It's like 17 again. Did you ever see that movie? No. With Zac Efron, the storm comes and he like changes ages. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, excuse me. No, I shouldn't hide the burp. It's on Let brand it for out. the pod. Let it out. I, has this ever happened to you? Because this happened to me actually several times in my life. And I, I know it's happened to you based on the fact that you just burped with no shame. Um, you'll just be sitting somewhere, living your life, and someone will be like, hey, are you okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> someone at the pizzeria asked me if I was okay. And I swear to God, I wasn't doing anything. That's so funny. I was just eating pizza, staring forward. Oh. And someone's like, dude, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> One time I was on the train in Chicago. People get stabbed on there and don't say anything. Again, same thing. I was just sitting there and the guy's like, hey, dude, are you, you all right? And I'm like, how do I have like resting like emergency face i feel like i have like a resting sight like also your you, your leg you bounce your leg and then go like <laughs> you do look like <laughs> you do look like everything that's happened to you has happened to you <laughs> it's a great joke that no one will get but, yeah. <laughs> but, but goddamn, that's on point yeah i, I bounced the leg a little bit you got to be ready because it's gotta coming. be spry. You gotta be spry. Yeah, you do, that's not what it is. You you don't look like anything's wrong, but you do look like you have resting. It's coming face. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like I'm like the prophecy is foretold. <laughs> we only have six hours. Don't you understand? <laughs> I look like a guy who literally, and I actually am the son of the end is nigh guy who holds that sign. <laughs> like I am. Like I'm like aware of that's happening. I'm like he actually has some points, and it's coming down. <laughs> <sighs> I I had to have one time I was taking the rabbit Oh, at this time I just had Wilbur and I was taking him to the oh, what, vet I, that also sucks that happened on uh, 9-11 yesterday was 9-11 and I didn't even get to celebrate in the traditional way in my family <laughs> by going up to the World Trade Center and yelling LIARS <laughs> Top of my breath. Did I ever tell you that story? One time we were sitting in a Japanese like little like hibachi grill restaurant in Durham and the CNN's playing and it's like a memorial of 9 11. And my dad goes to the cashier and he's like, Hey, could you uh, just shut the lies off? <laughs> but he asked him politely, like, when you get it, he's like, it's Hey, so matter of fact, like, sir, when you get a sec, could you just shut the lies off? Hey, sir, can you just stop playing this endless lie like that didn't just fall demolition style in 30 seconds and the U.S. government didn't orchestrate the murder of 3,000 people to store our rights for Raytheon? Be good. And a glass of water. <laughs> what did the guys say? Did they shut it off? They did turn the TV off. They <laughs> we were like the only people in there. You can be truther in public if you're the only person in the family. They're like, I guess this is an I love a truther business now. <laughs> They got money. It's mostly put up in gold. <laughs> gold and silver in the back of a pumpkin in the backyard, but we got money. <laughs> oh Dude. My God. Your face when I said 9-11 was more scared than when uh, Bush found out that him and Cheney would have to be interrogated in separate rooms afterwards. <laughs> Did that happen? They were the, interrogated in separate rooms? They were, actually. Did their stories line up? 
Well, we can talk more about this in the Patreon. <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, uh, if you're a curious guy that just doesn't want to be a fucking sheep, then uh, you can hit me up. <laughs> but yeah, I remember, you literally, I literally watched that as a kid, and I was like, because imagine your current stupid brain. Like, I could be talked into if someone's being convincing enough. Of yeah, it's really easy imagine to convince a five-year-old of conspiracy theories. Grade. Yeah. Yeah. So someone just shows me. Yeah, when a forty-year-old like, believes that shit, it's like, all right, man. When a five-year-old does, it's like, yeah, you believe that nine eleven was an inside job, and you believe in the tooth fairy. So I'm not gonna hold it against oh, you. I was ne- tooth fairy was inside. <laughs> <laughs> there was a- there's crisis actors doing that. Wait, did you believe in Santa as a kid? Yeah, but that I, I that bag blew up very quickly because I remember I was like, Santa's real. I was like, if Santa's real. I can have a PlayStation and an Xbox. And my dad's like, there is no Santa. <laughs> he just immediately in the same breath went, Santa's not real. I work at Kroger. <laughs> you can't have those things. He just broke down the, he was so matter of fact about life. He's like, Santa's not real and your mother's a work at it. There's some basic <laughs> truths. No. <laughs> my mom. But uh, yeah. But he just, yeah, no. Anything that was like slight, I feel like, and maybe that's the reason I'm kind of blunt. I said maybe that's 100% the reason uh, but like any sort of wonder and mystery like I never had a how does that work question it was like my dad showed me a book like an anthropology book about sex and I was like five so I was like oh I guess that's how that works wow and so there's I, never a moment of like what is this big wide world no. like, it's that yeah it's that yeah, yeah 9-11 was an inside job and you put your dick in a pussy and uh, <laughs> I gotta get to art class but <laughs> <laughs> No, that's why I was just such a weirdo. That's why I got in trouble for fucking... T- I would tell other kids that God is a lie designed to keep, like, peasants in place. But I didn't understand what I was saying. I was just reciting what my parents... It's my so dad. funny for your dad to, like, refuse to get a real job because of, like, conspiracy theories and be like, God's what keeps us down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's religion and big pharma. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. my immediate decisions. Yeah, I know. <laughs> pretty funny to be like i feel like sometimes i'd be like what was his whole game plan just to be like i will make my son a dish and franchise minority to radicalize him <laughs> against capital like was it like an inception game plan where he's like if you give him the suburban life he'll start talking he'll become a libertarian so i gotta i gotta like just fucking shove it down his throat make sure he gets the boot of capital just on his neck and learns to <laughs> like do you think it worked? I feel like you're not. Oh, it worked. <laughs> I'm full. Yeah, I'm full blown. It's like if comedy doesn't work out, you can catch me at a camp somewhere. But do you actually think 9-11 was an inside job? I don't think 9-11 was an inside job, but I'm like a leftist is what I Yeah. Mean. Yeah. No. I'm saying it didn't work 100% of what No, he... no, no. But to, yeah, that's fine. Well, we both fall into like, yeah, but you know, it doesn't mean nobody looked the other way when yeah. they saw shit coming. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I don't believe in the conspiracy theory. In my, in my family, that's being a moderate. Now you're a sellout. I'm a centrist. I'm a I'm like a centrist sellout because I'm like, sure, capitalism's evil. There's no ethical consumption under it. Uh, but no, I don't think 9/11 was an inside job. My dad could be like, how about this fascist sit somewhere else? <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's fucking wild, dude. Yeah. Does your dad vote? Sorry, not to make it all about your dad. No, he's a very entertaining individual. My dad does vote. He, he was a Sandman. Voted for Bernie Sanders. My dad's oh, politics yeah. are in the right. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing about having a far left dad. If you saw him on paper, I'd be like, this guy rocks. <laughs> yeah, and then you read it and you're like, oh, because, well, here's the thing. You you're can- like, oh, I, I, the papers look good because the records were sealed. <laughs> <laughs> but 
It's also, you can believe whatever you want. It's not that hard to believe good things. Yeah. We can all believe whatever. Yeah. Your actions do matter. And if you don't do anything, if you believe one thing and then act like a totalitarian dictator <laughs> in your person's life, it's like, what is, what is any of that? Yeah. Oh, wait. To what you were asking earlier about if you ever had someone be like, yeah. uh, I was taking the rabbit to, I was like on my way to the airport and, uh, I was like, I'm going to drop them off at the vet to be boarded and then I'll go to the airport. So I had like, I was on the train because I was broke as shit. I couldn't take an Uber. I was on the train. I had like my luggage and like a pet carrier and I was dressed probably like this. And I was just sitting there in the heat and like petting the rabbit. And the lady came up and was like, do you want a sandwich? And I was like, but I was like genuinely confused. I was like, I don't, do you not want it? And she was like, I just, do you need anything? And I was like, oh. Yeah, you look homeless. Oh, no. Also, the and then I was almost like homeless, but you have a rabbit. It's like, go, don't get the exotic pet if you're on the outs. Get a cat or a dog. Can you imagine a homeless <laughs> man with a cockatoo? But this is how much. <laughs> a sugar glider? Yeah, he's, got, he's having to get a, a capybara. He's got to get a couple of chinchillas sit on his three-quarter. But this is how much of a, like, you know, stupid, like, liberal. I was like. I was like, oh, I'm not homeless. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, there's something wrong with that. It's horrible, but I would, I'm not you're offended like can't that talk you. Anymore. Yeah, you're like, like literally can't You have to apologize like for it. It, it actually. I, I, I short, short circuit so much. I'm like, being homeless is cool and everyone should be homeless. And it's like, what? <laughs> I think it, that's like, surely like going to become a new dialect. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like that's just <laughs> over. You have to over apologize for everything that you said. It's but, like like fractions where it's like, so we can just simplify this and let all 20 of those cancel each other out. No one's sorry. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No one saw it. And being homeless is an, is a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thing that no one should be, and it's sad that that's. A but bummer. I didn't want to be like, oh my god, how dare you? It wasn't that, but I was just no. like, oh, oh fuck. Is that problematic to be like? It is a little bit of a wake up call. Yeah. I don't. I'm not even a wake up call. You could go and take my no career from me, but I think I think I think being homeless is a negative thing that is sad and traumatic to go through you should live in a society where that doesn't happen and if you look like you're homeless you should fix yourself because <laughs> that means that you look so bad someone didn't think you had five dollars for a sandwich someone was like the government Someone's like you. that's over <laughs> someone looked at you and thought if i don't intervene her chance at life is nil she's gonna eat that rabbit i didn't take the sandwich Although, you know, it would have been cool. You, I would have taken this. <laughs> you, you almost, you've almost given me a new idea. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put this outfit on, and I'm gonna ride the train around. I'm gonna look even more. Dis- I'm gonna have just a, just a, a whiff of shit, just a tiny, li- and I'm just gonna look a little disheveled. I'm gonna have like make Wilbur like, just like try to pretend to be asleep or something, look like he's dying, and then there is a guy. Who has like all these animals and it turns out he like sedates that. Have you seen this guy? No, that's pretty fucked up. He's like in like Times Square and he has like parrots and rabbits and all this shit. And they're just like on this table near him and he's like, hey. And then, but it's like, how do they not run away? And then I saw someone on Reddit be like, he's like, they're like all like out of it. Okay, all the well, time. that's fucked up. Yeah. We'll be doing that. Point is, if I looked like shit one day and someone offered me a sandwich, I'm taking that sandwich. Because I would need that to get over the pain of someone thinking that. <laughs> like, I might lost. as well. You've hurt my feelings, so now yeah. let me. Yeah, let me let me take a Sammy off your hands. Yeah, that reminds me. My brother had a great idea for Uber, where he was going to have his uh, his girlfriend's little brother drive around in the front seat and be like, "Hey, I'm sorry, he sits up front. It's just in between chemotherapy. We don't have time to oh, drop." Oh Jesus! Him off. 
<laughs> the only thing, a step down from actually being in that situation is living in a country where you have to lie that you're in that situation <laughs> yeah, to make yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. It's only marginally less sad yeah, than yeah. if that were the truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if I make someone cry, <laughs> I'll live. Yeah. Like what? Oh my God. That's Gosh. insane. Speaking of capitalism, I think it's time to get in some ads. Yeah, let's do the ad reads. Let's do the ads. We've been uh, really Go. lucky to pick up some sponsors. Couple so. sponsors. Now, if you're like anything like me, well, not like me, you're in great shape. You're eating only meat. You're waking up at 4 a.m. to shadow box a vision board, right? You're dating a beautiful woman, but you still can't get it up. What? In fact, the only time you can seem to get close is when you're thinking of that time in high school and you're wrestling your best friend Todd and the whole time you're secretly hoping there's a freak accident that went horribly right. (laughs) Well, then you're in luck. Blue Chew has a new product which utilizes psychedelic toad venom, which will make bring you back physically to the day when you were wrestling with Todd and it went exactly the way you wish it did. So you can take this pill, and whenever you're with a woman, it'll look like a man. Slut you! Slut you! <laughs> Promo code, I wish I had the courage to be who I actually was. <laughs> okay, we got... Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. You, Maddie, you sleep on a Helix Matrix, right? I do sleep on a Helix Matrix because I... Uh, I w- <laughs> Because I have more successful friends who give me their scraps. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to fight for scraps with our promo code. And Helix actually has a fun news feature. I don't know if you've heard about this. Where? So what's the worst part about sleeping? Being alone. So with the <laughs> <laughs> and Helix has found a solution to this. Helix has new Tempur-Pedic technology that will bubble up in the form of your ex-girlfriend. <laughs> and hold you <laughs> like the little spoon that you are. And that is promo code. I wish she was still here. I miss you, Jessica. Um, <laughs> all right. Final one. Final one. We were, we were touching on this slightly before, but I've, I've had some tough times in my life. <laughs> we were touching on this slightly. <laughs> we're only building a career around <laughs> yeah. it. Sorry. But I don't so want to get the ad pulled. Just to get into some you know, genuine moments here. Uh, so, yeah, my dad developed like schizoaffective disorder when I was very young. He had delusions. The government was after him. I had help commit him when I was 15. Uh, I then went on to abuse a lot of drugs. I was in a relationship, abusive relationship when I was 19 with a 27-year-old. and Those things have stuck with me and even made me suicidal at points. And In Chicago, at one point, I was so low, I even took a bottle of, of tequila, just sipping it on the train to get the courage to go to a ledge, and I finally jumped off. But when I was falling, I landed in a barge of CBD. Which <laughs> finally... Turn that frown upside down, and now I'm feeling just great. So type <laughs> type in the promo code "seize the day" for some quality CBD products. So that's all the that's all the ad reads we have for today. <laughs> Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you. <laughs> Um, if anybody else would like to reach out to us uh, regarding sponsorship, we're available uh, for pennies on the dollar. Pennies on the dollar. <laughs> <laughs> pennies on the dollar and the phone's in the bag. Pennies. It's just up here with like thumbtacks. 
<laughs> There's like holes in the wall. This really does look like a fraudulent office that we've started. <laughs> oh, we do it good. <laughs> we look like an Eastern European like fake podcast producing scam. I produce whatever podcast you want up here. Rolling back. <laughs> Whatever. We're emailing you. I produce podcast verify on Instagram from Russia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am Russia content creator. I create you content. <laughs> I create you content. Phone is in bag. You're like, what does phone in bag mean? That truly sounds lost like in translation. A, yeah. The phone is in the bag. <laughs> to smuggle away from the Bolsheviks. <laughs> 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 the phone is in the bag. It's just a Ukrainian woman trying to call her son. And they just <laughs> took the phone and took it away. Oh, God, the phone's <laughs> in the bag. <laughs> it's <laughs> under the belt. <laughs> it's all gone. I remember someone was telling me recently, this is just the horrible state of the world, that they work with someone in Ukraine. And they, like, uh, were in a Zoom meeting with them. And then bombs started going off. It's like, oh, shit, I got to go. And then later she tried to rejoin the call. From a bombshell. I have not heard a more 2023 thing where it's like, oh my god, when you can't like, we're gonna see memes like that, like when the bomb serve the bomb shelter doesn't have service. It's you gonna know change I mean? office small talk a lot too. It's not like working hard or hardly working. It's like, hey, <laughs> living here or barely escaping <laughs> war. Dude, it was like that because I worked at an office going through COVID. And, like, so much civil unrest throughout the country, George Floyd, and you just had to go to where they, we still had fun questions. No. We still had fun, like, what'd you do this Friday? And you're like, I stayed in because I was afraid of the plague and uh, we saw someone get murdered on TV. Yay. Oh, my God. Being, like, one of the darkest points in American history and being like, how's office morale? Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no, true. I don't know if you noticed, buddy. The country's office is not doing great. No, yeah, like, I had to, we had to just be like, yeah, so it was good. I stayed inside yet again. I'm losing my mind. I've started stabbing myself with nails to feel, and everyone's like, I feel that. Nails to feel. Nails to feel. <laughs> you can't, it's like capitalist church. You're just very polite. You gotta like we're all like in the the, the altar of the savior. There is an unholy un, un, un one we cannot question. <laughs> you know, there's occasionally random sacrifices. The layoffs will make the fall's harvest even more plentiful. You have to go into the break room and have a donut communion. Yeah, 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 truly. <laughs> <laughs> May the body of Q4 compel you. <laughs> <laughs> It's truly what it's like, and it, but it's the same vibe. Like when you're in church, you're all smiley. You can't fucking really say anything of substance. You got to pretend. It's kind of the same thing. Where you're like, yeah, everything's great all the time. Like you can't. Like every job I've had in an office, no one thinks I'm funny at all. Yeah, we're not. This is not like office. This ain't office funny. Yeah, in office, you turn it off right now. This is the warehouse. It's <laughs> <laughs> definitely, oh my God, a warehouse is, I mean, one of the Literally, most miserable but fun places I've ever worked. Well, it's like the like front of like the front of the house at a restaurant and the back of the house at a restaurant. You'd be like, hi, okay, yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you so much. And then you go in the back and people are like, what the fuck is wrong oh, with you, hilarious. asshole? Yeah, yeah, and they're like playing music and shit. Yeah, it's like fun. But yeah, you just got to, there's, there's no fun. I wonder if it comes back. So there's great, almost, if you'll see the podcast, I love my job and everyone will there and i think it's a great company <laughs> very much need you to pay for my life <laughs> but, <laughs> but like i wonder if there's a thing because it's like a minimum wage job you can kind of talk shit fuck off oh it's great that's the vibe then you get to like office and it's really like hi how are you blah blah and the ceos and blah, but i wonder when you get up to like billionaire if they're just fucking off again yeah 
They're you think they're off to the point where people are being arrested for crimes, Maddie? But I, no, no, no. I, obviously, I get that. But I mean, like, I mean, like. Oh, I don't think they're polite anymore. No. <laughs> what do you? The whole point. The whole. Reason, it's one of those weird middle class dip where you have to be like. Mm-hmm. Well, the the whole is the aura of respectability. Like we're doing a thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But a lot of that is in the service of like making sure that a person above you, like you, you don't. You're worried about being in trouble. Mm. But, oh, if but you're, who if, the fuck's gonna get if you? If there's trouble? no trouble, you could you define that culture. And if you're at the very bottom, you're like, who's gonna get me? In, if you're like working a minimum wage job, you're like, what do you mean in trouble? You're gonna punish me? You're gonna make me keep living my life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no! You're gonna make me wake up tomorrow? Yeah, I'm already fucked. Might as well have some fun. God put me in detention. Yeah. God put me in adult detention. <laughs> That's so. another name for the special. <laughs> adult detention. No, God put me in detention. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, like the funnest is like, I mean, a warehouse job, it was absolutely grueling job, North Carolina, like a hundred degrees, no AC. Jesus. Is that legal? I don't think it was. I was doing, at one point they made me like, cause I was like, uh, a, what was the word? Like, you know, like assistant to the miscellaneous task manager. That was the name that Tank Smith, a fellow comedian made up for me so that I could have a job at this warehouse. And they kind of didn't have anything for me to do. So they just made me print out a sheet of every part that should be with these computers. And I just went one by one and had to um, just like staple them to it, to the outside of the bag at 100 degree weather. Jesus. (laughs) I mean, that's like lose your mind stuff. I mean, that is like. It's like torture. Yeah. It's like actually torture because you're like, hey, this doesn't serve any purpose, but we do need you to suffer. Yeah. Otherwise, why would I give you 12 bucks an hour? I'm going to need you sweating out there, man. You don't actually earn your living by the value you produce for society. You earn by living by suffering enough to earn money. I mean, most jobs, that's what it seems. Like, 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 pretend to be busy. Yeah. What is pretend to be busy? Wait, wait, if the job is done, let me go home. Let me call it a day. Yeah. yeah. And instead, they're like, no, be sad. Well, to help us cheat capitalism, because clearly we can't cut it in a fucking <laughs> office, join the Patreon. Join the page. We're headed there now. We're going we'll to the see page. you over there. Yeah.